0: That's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. Group void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. I'm Ellie Nieves, and I'm a women's leadership speaker and coach. Welcome to the Christian Career Women Podcast. If you're a Christian woman who wants to honor God, live with purpose, be known for excellence and integrity, and achieve work life balance, then this podcast is for you. At Christian Career Women, our goal is to help you aspire, achieve, and thrive in your faith, life, and work. To learn more and to join our free online community, go to christiancareerwomen.com. Enjoy the podcast. This is the Christian Career Women podcast, and I'm your host, Ellie Nieves. I'm the founder of the Christian Career Women Network, where we help women of faith to aspire, achieve, and thrive in their careers and personal lives. Our goal is to help ambitious women of faith to succeed God's way. We invite you to join our free private Facebook group to search for the Christian Career Women Network on the platform. Today we're talking about women who dare to dream, and our guest is Sean Patterson. Sean's life's work is rooted in her love for God and people. She has served alongside her husband, Dr. Michael Patterson, as a women's ministry leader in dynamic, diverse, and growing ministries, both in New York and metro Atlanta. Sean has carried her vision, heart, and passion into entrepreneurship, and she is the co-founder of M&S Patterson Life Consulting, which provides culturally relevant resources and solutions such as parenting on purpose in school and online parenting workshops that increase parent engagement. One of Sean's greatest joys in life is to energize and empower others through speaking and writing. She is a Christian motivational speaker who loves to call and equip others to surpass their goals and dreams. Sean is this year's chair of the Next Level Annual Women's Empowerment Conference. Sean has been married to her husband, Michael, for 30 years, and they have a daughter, Alexis, and a son, Joseph. They reside in Atlanta, Georgia. Sean, welcome to the Christian Career
0: Women podcast. Thank you so much, Ellie, for having me. It's such a joy and an honor to get to be here, be with these women, and and be here for this time. I'm so grateful and honored. So, Sean, I am particularly uh,
1: excited about having you because you have played such an important role in my Christian journey. You were there in my early days when I was first studying the Bible. And, uh, you know, this theme of career has always been Uh, a theme throughout my own uh, Christian walk. Uh, And so I think that this is great. This is us coming full circle here, (laughs) 21 years later. Uh, But thank you so much for those early days when you stuck by me, when I was uh, juggling and struggling between, you know, managing my career and then also committing To Christ and Jesus. And I just, you know, I'm just really thankful for the role that you and your husband have played in my life and my husband's life, because your husband also performed our marriage ceremony. So
0: thank you so much. That is, that brings such a smile and such joy, because honestly, I, when I think of you, I just, I think of joy and passion and you being willing to invite me into your life, invite us into your life to do life together and and help figure this thing out. And you just have always been, you know, such a passionate woman who wants to please God in all areas of her life and in her career. And that's why I believe we were able to have that is because you were so willing and open and uh, just such a great example of how to be a faithful career woman. So I'm honored. And I thank you for allowing me to be a part of your journey.
1: Well, thank you for being such an excellent role model. And, you know, I've read your bio, I've read uh, so many of your accomplishments, but tell us a little bit more about you. Tell us something about you personally.
0: Okay. Well, I was born and raised in the Boogie Down Bronx. Uh, It's my home. Uh, Attended Boston College and Pace University and finally graduated from Kaplan University with a BA, a BS in psychology I've uh, been married like like you said for thirty two years to Dr. Michael Patterson. Uh, incredible journey, lots of ups, lots of downs, uh, but we've watched God bless bless that union. We have two beautiful children who are walking with Christ as adults, and um, and that's been a journey. Uh, it's been thirty two years of ministry. It's been thirty two years of ministry, uh, full time ministry, and all that comes with that, and uh, definitely. I, I don't regret it because I, you look back on it and you see all the blessings and where your life is now because of those decisions back then. Um, so I'm very, very grateful. My husband and I launched uh, MS Patterson Life Consulting um, as family engagement specialists. We found the need, we saw the need for families, especially for parents to have social and emotional support. Um, I'm also a behavior specialist. So I was I I uh, mentor basically <clears throat> and give services to teenagers. But, you know, you can't really just help the teenager. You know, you got to help the family. The parents need as much support, especially during this season. We've been, begun to see how much the parents need their lives built and fortified. So we've been able to launch that. <clears throat> And we've been able to launch uh, a nonprofit, which I'm very excited about, be a peacemaker, uh, which is committed to making peacemakers in our society and creating a network of partnerships uh, with organizations who are devoted to hiring peacemakers, uh, that peacemaker theme in their own organization, and racial harmony in the community. So. I've been I've been excited about all that God is doing. I'm also the author of Women Who Dare to Dream. So that has been a goal and a dream of my life. And I've been able to see that. And God has used me for that. And um, you know, it just keeps moving. He just keeps moving. So we're here in Atlanta, Georgia now. Uh we're part of a dynamic ministry here. We bought a church building, we're about to move into that church building, and we're looking forward to serving the community. Through that building, we're also going to have a school named the Path Academy. So there's a lot, a lot going on that God is doing. And I'm just, I couldn't be happier.
1: You're such a great example of how God moves, right? Because when your life is blessed and when you dedicate everything to him, he just multiplies your capacity to be able to continue building and expanding. So, you know, amen. That's awesome. Thank you. Thank you. You were really pivotal in helping me in those early days, understand where to place faith in my career, in my life. So what role does faith play in your career?
0: Oh my goodness. Um, and thank you for saying that. I I, I want to be sure to, make, to, to continue to grow in my faith and for that to be the seed that, that is planted all around me, you know, in all my relationships. And it's not me or about me, but it is about that faith in Christ. And it is the, the faith is a foundation of all that we do, right? All that I do. It's been the fuel to keep me going throughout these years. It's my why, truly. It's my why. It's why I do what I do the way I do it for how long, right? Um, I have a belief in a strong conviction that God has a plan for every individual on this planet. <laughs> and I, I want to help individuals or be a part of individuals journey right that that are striving to accomplish something I want to be a support I want to be a force that will help folks get to the next level if possible um, and use all of the experience and the past and the hurt and the pain and just all of it to sort of spearhead to sort of propel Others uh, to their dreams and to their goals. So, and faith. I believe if there's no faith, there's no. It's not. It's not happening, because this is not in me. This is not my power. This is not about me. So, as long as God is the center of all that I do, even in all these career, these launches, these businesses, God's got to be the center, and I've got to want to do it His way, and just keeping that as the heart and the goal and the mindset definitely has been. Um, I believe, the thing that has helped things to to succeed.
1: So you're an author. You wrote a book titled Women Who Dare to Dream. What inspired you to
0: write the book? Okay, so the book is right here. Very excited about this book. And to be honest with you, Ellie, uh, women like you um, uh, inspired me to write the book because there are women like you when you ask the question that, like, what's your dream? they're just bubbling with the excitement and, you know, the passion and the ideas and, and that fires me up. That, that just fills me up. That gets me going. That helps me to continue to dream. Right. But a few years ago I was traveling around speaking uh, at different events. And after I would talk about women who did a dream, and after I'd speak, I would ask women in the audience, you know, well, what's your dream and how are you doing with it? And, and then there were just so many women who were like, oh, I don't think I really have a dream. I don't really know, you know, oh, my dream, I give up because it changed or, or because nobody has vision. And it, like, I mean, most of the conversations were like that. And I was like, that, that especially for Christian women, <laughs> godly women, we, we got to we gotta encourage women that God can use them in great ways in the church, outside of the church. They're his, and there's no limit. And no matter who doesn't believe in them and what their situation is, they have, God has a dream and plan for them. And we got to run after that. We got to seek that and never, and never give up on that. So that was kind of where I started and then I hurt my back really bad and end up uh, like being sitting, really just re- recovering, recuperating for about six months. And I started writing the book while I was recuperating. And God gave me an opportunity to take the lessons that I had been teaching and the speeches and put them together. And I uh, blessed, he blessed me with women who dared to dream.
1: Amen. he literally sat you down to write.
0: you don't
1: you're gonna say you don't
0: have time so you set me down to write (laughs) yeah yeah but he he will provide right he will make it happen he does (laughs) does. does.
1: so the love and passion that you have for women to succeed and be empowered you also launched a conference called the next level women's empowerment conference
0: tell Uh, us about that yes well uh next level that was also a, a that was also just god put that on my heart after 2020 talking to different women who you know we just all needed to start again or start over or get encouraged that it's not over for us there are opportunities out there and um and so i just it was short notice for a lot of us but <laughs> Uh, I decided that we, we need to have a conference through, during Women's History Month to bring some of these women who are dreaming and who are taking their, their careers and their lives to the next level, even in this season, and uh, found some partners who were willing to go for it with me, like with, in three months, and, and found amazing guests speakers and workshop presenters and Ellie, you were one of those and you did an amazing job um, speaking and with your workshop. And we just shared our hearts. We had, um, we had Ellie who shared, I mean, you have to go back and listen to it. So I'll make sure you have the information on it. And we had speakers, we had, uh, and so this year I decided that we needed to take the next level conference to the next level. So we'll be doing Next Level Women's Empowerment Conference, um, March 2022. And this year, the theme is legacy builders. Basically, who are the women who are giving back, especially during the season? Who are the women who are building legacies by not just getting there themselves? You know, we can get there, right? We can make it happen. We can succeed. But who else are we helping to succeed? And so I'm, you know, looking, I'm definitely looking forward to that. That's
1: wonderful. So Sean, we look at you, you're successful, you've accomplished a ton. And I think one of the things that um, often happens when we look at successful women is that we see where they were landed and where they were arrived, but we don't always see what it takes to get there. So what are some of the challenges that you faced as you were striving to achieve your goals?
0: Yeah, many, many, many. As you know, Ellie, it's not, there are obstacles upon obstacles upon obstacles. And I, I would just say the major ones were just managing um, life's major setbacks or distractions or hardships. Um, as you're, you know, you decide, here's a dream, I wanna write this book, I wanna start this nonprofit. Life continues, right? So mom dies. Pancreatic cancer, dad dies of stomach cancer, brother-in-law dies of pancreatic cancer. I mean, there is just pain after pain, there's just um situation after situation, there's life, there are kids that still have their struggles, there's your everyday life that still needs to be done. And I think as you go through life, right? What I would just do is say, you know what, God, if you if this is for me, when you because you have this for me, we're going to get there on your timeline. And no matter what I'm going through right now, I'm going to keep my goal in my heart. I'm going to keep pursuing my goal. I'm going to give my time to take care of my life, take care of my health, take care of my family, take care of the situation that's going on. But that doesn't mean my goal has to end there. So managing, um, you know, life's life's challenges has been a huge challenge because there've been many, and investing money into our business. Because, you know, to launch a a business, you have to invest money. And so being willing to take that risk, being willing to sow that seed and believe that, you know, it's not a failure because that seed was a part of that whole tree growing, right? So if I invest the seed in this, and maybe this didn't turn out the way I really wanted it to, but it was A beginning to something else. It wasn't a waste, so I had to learn how to see money in a very different way. Absolutely, and it just reminds
1: me of the title of your book, right? You have to dare to dream, and that means that you make those types of investments, especially when you're launching a business. It requires a level of funding and that funding often comes from our own pockets. I
0: think
1: two, three, four, five years, right before we actually see that return on investment. And I remember, you know, 11 years ago when I started speaking and when I, you know, I had that dream in my heart and I remember sitting down with my husband and saying, but who's going to pay me to speak? Who's going to do that? (laughs) And here I am 11 years later and I'm like turning down opportunities because like my plate is too full right now, you know, and I have to just, Thank God that I, one, he planted the seed. And as you said, I dared to dream and I, you know, took a step, made an investment. And there's been a return on that investment because God blessed it. But, you know, as you were saying before, God's got to be at the center, right? If he's not at the center, we're not going to see that kind of flourishing occur.
0: And that patience that you had, because how many years did you say that took? 11 years. See, that's I think we tend to give up before Mm -hmm. that 11 years. Yeah. Yeah, so consistent. Right, you have to be consistent about it. Consistent, and I think that's a challenge because after three, I'm like, is this going to pan out? (laughs) (laughs) Where's the money? Maybe we should be doing this. But when it's your passion and God's at the center, and you just keep going, and you still have other things, you still, you know, you're still dreaming in different areas. And this is about a journey, not about a quick thing, right? then you you give it the 11 years and you watch God yeah. do what he does. That's awesome. Yeah, and
1: understanding that those setbacks will come, right? You will have those challenges, just as you said, you know, whether it's illness, family loss, or even just the, the everyday things that occur in your life, but just, just yes. a few weeks ago, uh, you know, my husband and I, our refrigerator broke down. We were living out of a cooler for six weeks, right? Uh-huh. The neighbor okay. upstairs left his, um, you know, his uh, tub running and our bathroom ceiling was falling apart. You know, these little things that kind of just like, you know, they can, they can annoy you or even sidetrack you, but you know, you got to right. just say, you know what, God, we're just going to do what we got to do. We're going to adapt. We're going to, you know, wait for these things to get fixed in their due time but we have to stay focused and motivated. So it could be something as small as a refrigerator breaking down to actual loss or, you know, devastating illness. But, you know, at the end of the day, those setbacks are there to build character and to build patience and faithfulness. And then God, you know, eventually, no matter what, it'll all be in his timing.
0: I love that. I love that. That's so good. The little things, the setbacks that cost you money.
1: Yeah. Yes, (laughs) they do. Yes.
0: <laughs> part of the whole package. That's how I see it. A part of the whole package.
1: And they test your patience, right? So <laughs>
0: yes. and they teach you how to persevere. Yeah. Things don't always go your way. And that's all part of being a good business person as well. So absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So let's let's look at this from the other perspective, right? We've talked about some of the challenges that we face as we're trying to succeed. What about what are some of the strategies that have actually helped you? to succeed in your career and in your entrepreneurial endeavors and even in your, in your ministry?
0: Yeah. Um, I appreciate that question so much. I think something that I learned early on was that leadership is about serving, right? So that servant leadership, perspective, mindset, heart, lifestyle. I think that has been the difference that I, I truly, you know, you turn over Matthew 20, 25 over and over again about how Jesus says, you know, what I want from you, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. Whoever wants to be first must be your slave. That that's Jesus's model. He says he didn't come to be served, but to serve. And so in whatever we do, my, my heart and mindset needs to be, and I strive for it to be, how can I serve you? I am here for you. You're not here for me. <laughs> and And how can I just, you know, how can I be like Jesus in this area? And that takes growing in a lot of his characteristics. But I think that's a Jesus model, leadership model that I, I got from him that I try to stick to, whether it's in ministry, in the nonprofit, in the business, it's all about you and helping you to be what God wants you to be. Um, so that's one of the strategies. And I think the other is just aiming to empower others that um, that that's, that's the goal is to, when you look around and you're like, man, if we can empower the teenagers, if we can empower people to vote, if we can empower people to stay healthy, what kind of community can we live in? Not necessarily doing it for people, <clears throat> or treating people like children, or thinking I'm all this all and mighty, but really that everything that, that we do needs to be something that someone can take for themselves and implement for themselves and make their lives and their family their family better. So those are some of them, two of the main ones I think that we have. That's
1: great. So as you step back and you look at over 30 years of ministry, how is God using your work
0: for the kingdom? That question. Um, I, I, the thing that I love about that is that I have a lot to look forward to in heaven because I don't know the impact. Like I can't see everything that God has used, Um, but what I can see is legacy. I'm so inspired that, that God, you know, chose me 30 something years ago. And the one who's like, was not influential, not anything special. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, I'm raising a family that had major struggles, um, alcohol abuse and all that. And I felt like the weakest. (laughs) And so to think that God would take the weakest and and do what he has done um, in terms of now seeing people from 30 years ago with their families, raising their families for God, with their businesses at the top of their game, influencing whole companies for God, with communities, leading, leading communities for God. Uh, in politics, like I get to see people in every arena of life doing this for God and helping others and leading others to Christ. And there is to me that that's the legacy that I prayed for as a child. Actually, God, I want to just be used by you like Mother Teresa is what I prayed um, to leave a lasting impact on people that when I'm gone, that you are still living on in other people because you use me. And so I get to see that. And that's pretty neat. Mm-hmm.
1: So is there a Bible verse that has been resonating in your life during this season?
0: Well, I would say (laughs) that there have been um, many Bible verses that have been, that have been resonating, but I think that um, I, I, the thing that's on the top of my mind right now is simply God will not forget that God does not forget because when you are like in this this far in your career, right? And you've put your life into something, you do wanna look back and, and know that it was worth it and know that you, um, you didn't waste it, that God saw it, that it did make an impact. And I think at this stage of our life, my husband and I, we, we wanna be able to, to look at the future and know that, um, you know that God's gonna continue to use us in the future But after 30 something years, you want to, you want significance. You want to be significant to God because you're going to see him sooner than later. Right. So you want to know that God hasn't forgot that God has never left you and that God will continue to work with you. So I think it's a simple verse. I actually just preached on that this past Wednesday. God will not forget. So -hmm. I would say that that's at the top of my mind. So what's next for you personally? And my daughter looked at that question and she said, retirement. <laughs> but uh, I, don't, I don't know about that. I think that um, there's plenty of work to be done. There is plenty of work to be done. And so I look forward to uh, God using us to go into companies to continue this Peacemaker brand because companies right now are striving to, to learn how to diversify um, their staff, their clients they're learning, they're wanting to give back to the community. So I think that's a great opportunity to reach more people. Um, So we look forward to that. I look forward to all that God is gonna do with us, with this Path Academy School and reaching the community, the children and the parents. Um, So there's a lot, there may be another book in the works as well. (laughs) Um, So it's just kind of listening to God, being patient and kind of figure out where he wants me to focus um, for the future that would make the most impact.
1: Amen. So how can our listeners get in touch with you?
0: Okay. So we are, you can email us at mspattersonlifeconsulting at gmail.com, or you can find us on Facebook at m Patterson Life Consulting or Instagram at mspattersonlifeconsulting. Patterson Life Consulting. We'd love to touch base with you. we love that communication and that feedback. So please reach out. We'd love to connect. And how can they also get your book, Women Who Dare to Dream? The book is sold on Amazon as well. So you can, you can get the book on Amazon or you can reach out to me in the same places that I can send to you. Fabulous. Sean, thank you so much
1: for taking the time today to just really share about yourself, about your ministry, and also just sharing some helpful strategies to help our listeners dare to dream.
0: Pleasure. The pleasure was, is, and always, be, always will be mine, Ellie. Thank you so, so, so much for considering me. Thank you, Sean. And to all of our listeners, thank you so much for
1: tuning in. Until next time, God bless.